everybody. Welcome to episode eight of the League Community Podcast. I feel a little scummy whenever I do that. Oh yeah. Is that is that wrong? No. Yeah, I mean, really, I could tell you how to go into podcasts, but like, hey guys, welcome to the yeah. League Community Podcast. You gotta get all up into it. Okay. I don't know. I, I like the oh yeah, but you could get a little uh, macho man in there with the oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. <laughs> All right. Well, works. this is a good way to kick the podcast off. Hello, everybody out there in uh, in in podcast listening land. My name is Andy Belford, aka Zwill. Uh, joining me today is my wonderful co-host uh, Dylan, a uh, Dylan most dirty Buckner. Say What's hi, up, Dylan. Guys? Hi, Dylan. Sorry, I'll say it again. What's up, guys? Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, we have two very, very special guests uh, joining us today uh, from the frozen wastes of uh, Pennsylvania or uh, the, the snowbound lands <laughs> of, of, yep. of, of, of uh, eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, we have Robert uh, DeClaude Iwanski. Hello. Yes. yes. Thank you for having me. Well, welcome. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys making the trip out to Riot. Uh, you know, it's wonderful. Well, it's first time I've been on the West Coast, so this is actually an amazing experience. Oh, well, good. Glad to hear. And, of course, uh, his partner in crime, uh, we have Adam Ponophobia Cogswell. You got it. I did. I did. Uh, it, it took a little bit of stumbling over Is that a question, Andy? Co- kind of sounded like Adam a Ponophobia Cogswell? Well, it's like the Jetsons. Do you remember Cogswell's Cogs? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how you say my wow. last name. All right. Okay. Throwing it back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Da, da, I'm young da, da. <laughs> So if you don't know who these two wonderful gentlemen are, these two fine, fine, upstanding gentlemen are, these are actually two of the, uh, not the founders, but the, the two hosts, long, long-running hosts. Um, right? Yeah, more than last. I mean, we call each other hosts uh, okay. uh, of the podcast. They're one of a motley crew of folks who make up the, the Trinity Force Podcast Network, who bring you uh, multiple times a week, actually, uh, one of the longest-running League of Legends podcasts, the Trinity Force Podcast. Yeah, you got that right. We are uh, so we're officially the Trinity Force Network. Trinity and Force Network. Yes, the right. Trinity Force podcast is um, is the podcast that we do on uh, twice weekly. So I guess technically biweekly, we're doing this podcast, and then we have a whole bunch of other podcasts people can jump on and look at. But the primary one is the the, the Trinity Force podcast. Yeah, I mean, your guys' homepage is a little intimidating. I swear, I swear, there's like 20 links out to specific podcasts. We you guys have do stuff in uh, in Australia. Very different Trinity topics. Trinity Force podcast. We have. Before we get what go what's ahead, the sorry. the address for the homepage? Uh, TrinityForceNetwork.com. Okay, Trinity Force Network. I'm sorry. So go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, we've got the Trinity Force podcast, which is your league meta discussion podcast. We break down all the patch notes. We talk about all the new champion stuff. The LCS rundown, which I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? They talk about the NAEU LCS. Um, we have the Oz LOL podcast, which is uh, Australia scene only. Well, not only they do other patch notes, but they talk about the Aussie or was it o- Oceanic. O- Oceanic. I was yeah. trying to think OCL. Is that what it is? OCE. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Shows how much I pay attention to that part. <laughs> well, of that's no. the abbreviation. I don't know. What is the... Uh, What's the uh, the uh, the 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 LCS in Oceanic? What is it called? Uh, LPL. The LPL. Okay. I think so. I, I thought that was China. No, LPL is China. No. LPL is China. What am, I, oh God, what am I thinking? You're flubbing. I don't know, man. You're flubbing, Dylan. I fail. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Australian <laughs> just... players who are listening to this. I, oh, we have God. let you down. But there's we one more. You. There's one more podcast. Oh, okay. Well, actually, there's a couple others. But for just League of Legends, we also have the Four Wards podcast. We have this. Uh, the Four Wards is like if you are level one to thirty or just getting into the game, they're going to teach you how to play it. 
and then like kind of cradle the gravia into the Trinity Force podcast to teach you like what you heard earlier today when right. we were talking with everybody where we're, we're throwing numbers out and I'm talking item efficiency about Jerem's fist and all that. That's uh, what four wards gets you ready for. Okay. And, and you all, of course, you have a Patreon to uh, to support all of this. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Awesome. So before we get into uh, a little bit more about kind of the history of the podcast and everything, I actually wanted to go back, uh, uh, go back to Robert, uh, to, to Declaude. You had a really... Like you told us this story during our pre-interview, and I think both Dylan and I just about flipped our lids on hearing this. <laughs> so tell us, tell the the listeners at home, h- how exactly did you get the uh, the gamer tag to Claude? Oh well, that is definitely an interesting story. Um, <clears throat> started out when I was jumping into online gaming with StarCraft and uh, a, a little bit with uh, 56k modems i would do a little bit of warcraft 2 with my friends things like that where you had to actually have a game handle it was claw i just picked claw and i played so early in all these games when yeah i was gonna say man that makes you sound really old it does it does (laughs) (laughs) because i was able to get it without any numbers nothing that no weird spelling or l4w or c14w some guy sitting there waiting for the first account to be created okay yes yes Dylan, you're over here telling him he's old you're the one who understood the jetsons reference Uh, i'm 30 now man i'm trying to live up to it (laughs) anyway that was my handle for everything okay um then, you know, life happens. I joined the Army. I went to Kosovo, came back without a scratch on me. I go to Philly for downtime, and then I get shot. <laughs> like, just so in matter of fact. So in the hand. So Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so so how, how exactly do you get shot in the hand? Well, um, I didn't even know it was a gun coming into my face, but me and two other buddies walking down the street, and uh, some guy comes up, puts something in my face. I swat it away. Uh, turns out to be uh, a gun that went off. And my fingers drifted in front of the barrel. My middle finger and my ring finger were the ones that got struck. Bullet passed through the middle, uh, started to tumble, hit over the top of the ring finger. And uh, that's how I became declawed. I decided to change my name after that, you know, just to... Just, well, for one, claw was a lot harder to get right, at that right. time. So you just owned it, though. It, worked, it. So it worked out for the it. best, I, is what it, you're saying. It did work out for the best. <laughs> and the listeners at home, y'all, you all can't see, uh, can't see this, but like he literally is like it. It is like it's not actually like abnormal length looking, but it literally like he doesn't have a fingernail there, so he is literally declawed <laughs> on that one finger. It, it looks like uh, ET's finger, because you know, that's the bottom of the finger that's peeled up and. Could you, could you do me a favor and just like stick it in the phone hole? <laughs> I've done that but to, to my wife. It drives her nuts. I'll put a flash <laughs> underneath. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's where the Claude comes from. And uh, it's not spelled properly. You know, I took the E out of the end. So it's just D E C L A W D. You got to be edgy. You you gotta be, be edgy you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> internet. Internet internet tough guy. No active on my age. Just passive. So. <laughs> oh, and so if I recall correctly, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't even out of the army at that point. You were just on oh, leave, I was, Yeah, right? I was, I was still in. You okay, know, yeah, just I taking a break came from back Kosovo. From Kosovo, I was just going to go in back Philly. to my base in Tennessee. <laughs> I was in Philly visiting friends on leave Memorial Day weekend, hanging out. You know, one friend lived in kind of a bad part of West Philly. We always walked to this one bar. We actually, you know, we had carry permits and, and handguns because it was a bad area. Never had to use them, but we'd always put them in the little backpack to give the bouncer. And uh, we just said, yeah, that no, never happens. Let's put them in the backpack now. And we'll just hand it to the bouncer and go on back. Well, that's the one time. Somebody tries to, I guess he tried to monk us. You know, I never got to that point. 
So. <laughs> Everybody like, turns over and looks at me at this time. I didn't try to mug anybody. I'm like, too old for that. Do you know anything well, about this, Adam? Krug life. What, not, I, I might. Krug, did you say Krug life? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, so nerdy. We're, we're already starting the nerd, the nerd pun train. Well, yeah, By the way, um, may I say something? It's the OPL. I just remember. It's the uh, OPL. That's right. Hey, it's the I wasn't that far off. <laughs> <laughs> the Oceanic Professional League. Correct. Okay. They just right. clicked. OPL. Uh, we have redeemed ourselves in the eyes of uh, those south of the equator. No, man. So. They, all, they all turned off after that. They <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> Screw these guys. <laughs> they don't know who we are. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get back to talking about Trinity Forest Network. Sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about what what got all of you. Uh, and I don't want to say you guys because you actually have like a very diverse group of folks who mm-hmm. are who are uh, contributing to the network. What brought all of you together, though? Um, to 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 kick this off. So, do you want like the the abridged history of the Trinity Force podcast? Because it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty interesting. I'll be we, honest here. A- Adam, we want it all. All right, I'll give it to you then. All right. Um. So, the Trinity Force podcast, right? It started in 2012, if I remember correctly, or just no, it was it was the very end of 2011. It was January 11th to November 11th, 2011. Excuse me. And I was sitting there. I had just got done doing some general gaming podcasts with a site called um, Splitkick, splitkick.com. So okay. I had about four or five years of podcasting experience at that point. And two of my friends, Auslander and Ranhurt, they wanted to, they were joking about doing a radio show. <clears throat> we're talking one with like the fart noises and the whistles and, you know, all the of like the silly, <laughs> stupid stuff. That's, that's, why we all, that's why we all get into this, you know. But that's right. Well, we know, we know every time you talk, we Caller number five, you're on the air. <laughs> but they were just always talking about doing stuff or bringing like uh, League of Legends voices in and whatever, right? Okay. And they were talking about it in a, in a group chat we had one day. And I said, hey, guys, I know how to podcast. Let's get together and do it. And we have a text conversation. They're like, hey, the Banhammer, which is my other name, wants to do a podcast. Should we let him in? They're like, uh, I guess we can do it. The next thing you know, we're recording every single week and doing this podcast. And releasing it and at that time Monte Cristo everybody knows him Mm -hmm. from uh, LCK he and I were together doing GG Chronicle and I was releasing my podcast on GG Chronicle well eventually we went our separate ways he went off the cast and I ended up doing the podcast full-time but throughout but he's the reason I got started and kicked off into it because he gave me an audience that wanted to listen to people talk about League of Legends and 2011-2012 I mean this game was just really kicking off so it was a uh it was just like that great springboard to push into it, and it became an obsession and a passion and bringing as many people, like-minded people together as I could to talk about the game and springboarding it into, um, you know, two, three years down the road, right? And at that point, we had gone through a couple hosts. I had brought friends on. Uh, so Tier, um, he works for Riot now, actually. He started on our podcast. Uh, one of the guys from HR called me for John. I actually did like an interview for John on the phone so he could get the job here at Riot. A reference check, yeah. Right, yeah. So we lose him and we're trying to go, what the heck are we going to do? And then again, surrounding myself with like-minded people, bring it together. And uh, I remember sitting around one day, this is probably about 2013, we had been running for about 150 episodes at this point, um, really, you know, diversifying our crowd, bringing in more listeners. And my buddy Dom goes, hey, why don't we start an LCS podcast? I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I can't do another podcast. He's like, well, we just bring more people in. I'm sure we have plenty of people around us who want to do it. And then then the next thing I know, it's the end of 2014, and I've got four podcasts under my belt, and I have uh, 30 people working for me that all want to push shows. And then now it's 2016, and I've got 50 people working for me, and I've got six shows uh, pushing out content of a ton of different games. And it's just, it's been insane, the ride of bringing people together that just want 
a place to talk about what they love. So this was after 150 episodes. You're like, we're on episode, this is episode eight that we're recording right now because I think uh, the previous, uh, last week's will be, will at this point have been uh, Jen. Next week's eight. So how do you get there from, how do you get from like from one to 150? That just seems like such a. Well, we're on episode 327 as of today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to wow. say, I kind of admired that you guys are actually still making customized number logos. Oh, really? Things. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was pretty amazed. I, I was like, 326, what, what, what kind of podcast is this? And I was like, oh, no, no, that's that's the episode number for this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I know, and people are going to go to TrinityForceNetwork.com right now and go, oh, this website kind of looks like silly, but... What we're we're no, ever I'm, growing. We, every website. Well, I is know. Loved. Well, it's like you. Yeah, it needs so much love, and we're working on it, right? The people we have people tweeting us. It needs to be better, but that's not here or there. It's just you know you look at it, you go, "What's three twenty seven? And we we acknowledge that. But again, we're just people doing it for passion and sure. doing it in our free time. So it gets done when it gets done, which I hate to say it that way, but that's just the, the reality of working for free. Of course, right? what well, you guys are doing, uh, God knows how many at this point. You mentioned. <laughs> Well, a bunch right. of different series, 326 episodes. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Andy, and that you know goes off what you said, that is, um, it was pure dedication. We decided that we were we were doing one episode a week, and about 150 episodes in or so, maybe a little bit before that, we were talking and said, "Man, patch notes are coming out really quick," or we have a ton of listener questions. We can't get to all this like in time. Like patch notes are eating up the majority of our time, and we're like, "Well, let's do two episodes a week." And ever since then, we do an episode every Monday and Wednesday night and release it every Wednesday and Friday. Wow. And it has been that way for about almost two years now, two episodes a week. I imagine at this point you have it down to like, just like it's a machine, right? You Esther are... Claude. He's, he's, on the, he's on the show with us, isn't it? Do we not have this run in like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we do. We, we keep in touch about it. And we also have uh, hosts on reserve in case others can't make case. it because yeah. life happens. But what I look forward to since we're doing so many is we have 100 episode milestones. You know, 100th episode, we have a special episode, obviously. Something happened. It's it's a fun episode. And then we have 200. We had a, a special episode as well. And then we just had our 300th episode. You, you look forward to that. And you're like, I can't wait till episode 400 where we get to do something else. And that, looking forward to it, keeps the ball rolling. You know, it keeps you wanting to continue producing content and podcasting every week. So that's the, that's the secret. Have a goal. Have, have a goal and have something to look forward to. You know, okay. a little reward. It's like, oh, awesome. We got episode 100 coming up. Let's make it real special. It's going to be fun. Everyone's going to have a great time, and our listeners are going to love it. You know, now you obviously have a good amount of momentum. Mm -hmm. Early on, I'm sure there was some point we were like, we have a listener. <laughs> uh, okay, so fun story about that. Sure, please. I want to hear all about it. So episode number one, we recorded that. I think we talked about... Fizz, I think, was our first episode. It was in the first four or five episodes. We also talked about Riven, right? Well, number one episode number one, we posted it, and we put it out to Reddit, and it didn't really do anything. I mean, Reddit sure. was the big driving force of content. I mean, it still is, but it was the bigger driving force of homegrown content back then, right? Sure. We do. I mean, we do We do things here at Riot sometimes. Obviously, we put out a ton of content, and sometimes just nobody cares. I, yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine in this case where you're trying to compete against so many other things going on at the same time. Well, I'm gonna, I mean, I would like to talk to that point later, because mm -hmm. I think it's something that other content creators need to know about and it's a hurdle you have to overcome but for the specific story because i think it's funny is that uh ran hurt who was an old host of the show he we do episode number two we push it out to reddit it goes number one on the page at that time i mean top of the page this dude is elated he's <laughs> he is um at lunch with his wife 
checking his phone, literally refreshing it every two seconds, reading it. And his wife is like being ignored. He said he goes to Target with his wife and he's refreshing it so much that she just leaves him in the car as she goes inside <laughs> to go buy something because he's just going nuts reading it and he's loving it. People are like, this is awesome. So we go and record episode number three. Um, I thought I would have to take the shoelaces away from Ranner because I thought he was going to, you know, himself. <laughs> with them in his office because it bombed. It Why am I boom. not at the top of Reddit? Yeah, it totally bombed. It was like one or two upvotes. I, yeah, I, I honestly thought that the dude was gonna have a meltdown that day. But it was that it's that point where you go, we had success. We know this is good. Fans are rabid to consume content. And this is something that I had to learn um, from other people. Is to is that I used to be like I only want people to listen to the Trinity Force podcast. This was probably about 2013, early 2014. I only want them to listen to this. I don't want anyone to go anywhere else. I've could totally changed my mindset on this over the last couple of years because I finally realized that there are so many hours in the day, and my two hours of podcasting doesn't scratch the surface of what people can listen to. Mm-hmm. I mean, people say you make my drive to Philly every day great. Well, cool. I'm only filling two hours of that drive. You've still got, you know, the three to six more hours left what can people listen to and that's where i'm like well you can go listen to um you know league cast you can go listen to the community podcast you can go listen to all these other league of legends podcasts or whatever you want to listen to plus people have eight hours at work every day and people want to fill that full of time so no matter how much content i create as a network i will never be able to fill everything so i have to be involved in the community and get people to understand that there is more content available for them you you mean there are people who are able to sit at their desk for longer than half an hour a day i do yeah I was going to say, when you did, I remember when you had that mindset, Adam, and then you changed it over to be more collaborative. It's it's better for the listener base. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's only so many hours in the day, but if a listener listens to a bunch of different podcasts, then, oh, okay, there's two different communities, let's say, in two different podcasts. Oh, they're, they're friendly. They, they play games together. Now, all of a sudden, both listener bases merge and listen to both podcasts, and maybe they'll tell their friends word of mouth and more people listen to both podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets all the information from their favorite ones. They get to pick and choose their favorite podcast to listen to at different times a day. And I think that's how we really started to grow, Mm -hmm. once we started to get that mindset and working with the community in general. Yeah, I mean, this is a wider trait of uh, the League of Legends community that I really enjoy. I've I've been at Riot a long damn time, and uh, (laughs) it's gone from... I still remember moments happening, you know, like the first time we got DDoS and it was like, oh, gosh, we're an actual company now, I guess, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, this is a real thing. Um, and, and somehow we've gotten to this this amazing point, uh, you know, we're so fortunate to have just this insanely large community that's just spread out all over the Internet. Uh, it's live and it, and it exists in so many ways. Uh, and one of those things that we want to do as as the North American Player Relations team is actually kind of shine some lights on some of those things. You know, we have a lot of we have a lot of really really savvy uh i would say uh you you know players out there as well who are like already in touch with all these things we'd never understand but there's a lot of people who might also just log in and might not be you know to play once in a while and might not be aware of all the really cool stuff out there uh and i know that's at least part of what we wanted to do with this podcast is to you know try something out different see if players were able to connect with it if we were able to bring them something new and then also hopefully shine a light on some of the awesome stuff that's already going on out there that's that's the best part is there are so many things that we don't have to do because the community already doing it in really great ways. I wish and you I guys could, I wish I could 100 have. podcasts are a good example. <laughs> I wish I could show people the look on Andy's face earlier. We were talking to Scarzard, right? In the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we, we're sitting down and I'm talking about the item efficiency of Jerem's fist and I'm talking about this and Andy's just sitting back there like the, with the glazed look over his eyes, but it's like the perfect, uh, it's, it's the perfect uh, 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 
environment where like you can show where Andy's podcast would be different than the podcast that I want to listen to because mm-hmm. you're gonna you want to listen to people talk about League of Legends, but you don't really care about the numbers, or you might a little bit, but you don't want to hear that every week. So you're gonna find some, but you're gonna listen. But you're going to go find somebody that you re- you you're going to listen because you like the personalities rather than the content they're producing. I I, I actually do care about the numbers quite a bit. Um, I, oh, I, threw I him listen under the bus to for no reason. Apparently. Well, no, I listen to <laughs> uh, just I want listen to, to Trinity dumb. Force be specifically because that's actually how I get my ah. my balance updates. Like the the way that uh, your team presents it is a way that's easy for me to digest. Because like if I'm commuting to work on days that I don't ride ride in the carpool, like that's an hour and a half long that I'm sitting in the car, right? So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to throw on your podcast. Podcast, or I'm going to throw on, um, you know, my buddy Jimmy's uh, podcast, The Command Zone, or something mm-hmm. like that, and I'm going to listen to the things that uh, are uh, that are like hobbies for me, right? Like you know, things that that I enjoy having fun with, you know, like you know, anything having to do with Magic the Gathering, anything having to do with League of Legends, oh, anything, absolutely. anything on the nerdist at all, you know, like I will listen to these podcasts uh, because it's it's how I process my information while I'm driving. It's how I keep from going insane sitting in LA traffic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that to me, like Dylan said earlier, you know, it, it's about creating a diversity of content for us. Like we have never viewed, it's never once been a thing where we have viewed um, any of the other podcasts as as competition. And we don't mm-hmm. mean that like in, in an arrogant way. It's more of a, you know, the community is already building this this very rich and diverse foundation of League of Legends uh, podcast content out there. So it's like, how are we going to take something that we can we can do that is like unique to Riot and, and add to that, right? right? And hopefully just, you know, by building upon that foundation that you have all laid, actually, you know, build that wall up higher and raise more visibility and awareness to the fact that there are there is this like very rich and diverse ecosystem of League of Legends uh, content out there available for them to download on their their phone. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's on. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Just right. yep. go and search and find it. You guys, the same thing. You're on iTunes and Stitcher too, right? Yep. Yep. And there's something for everybody. Like I like that we created the Four Words podcast mm-hmm. because that podcast is more geared towards the newer player or the more casual player who still wants to succeed and have fun at the game. You know, it's more they're playing for fun, but they also want to succeed. You know, because it's more fun to succeed. So they give little tips and tricks here and there. It'll. It's more of a an ease ease into the game kind of podcast. You know, they'll bring up a specific champion. They'll go over all the basics. Whereas it's hard to <clears throat> hard to appeal to every single demographic with just one podcast. Every the game is so diverse. It's got so many different tiers and levels. Uh, having a complete separate podcast, like we said, there's mm-hmm. how many hours in the day? You know, you could listen to the Four Words podcast if you feel more comfortable with that, and then say, you know what? I've been listening to these guys for a little bit. I now I understand what these acronyms mean or what this terminology is. Let me throw on the the T Force proper. Let me listen to just the regular podcast and then oh, okay. Now now it starts to make sense. You know, things like that. So and I, I like how your community podcast is more just you don't know what you're gonna expect. You know, <laughs> but you know it's going to be from the horse's mouth. You know it's going to be Riot talking about the game that they create and love mm-hmm. and the community and it's just that's what I love about the community podcast. I, I think it's actually it, it's really interesting, and I wish there was a way to kind of see the the flow 
of listeners, like it, how they went, maybe they went from the four words, like just learning about the game. And they go from that into uh, the Trinity Force podcast, where it's more talking about the meta and the minutia of gameplay and, and, and theory crafting. And from that, they become like more competitive and they become uh, uh, like get into ranked gameplay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that would lead them into your esports, the LCS this week, you know, type of thing. So we're thinking along the same lines here. Like you're, you're right. Like uh, uh, Dylan can speak to this too, like with the League Community Podcast. We're actually trying a bunch of different things. And I think that in trying a bunch of things, we're discovering that that might actually be kind of our secret sauce. It's like sometimes we're going to have really cool human interest stories like this, what we're talking about right now, where it's talking about, you know, the history of what you guys are doing. We're going to go into some other kind of uh, more personal stuff in a little bit. And sometimes we're going to talk about a a brand new feature like we did last week with Jin. I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. I mean, we're really fortunate because uh, Riot is a, is a company that exists in, in, in the U.S. This is where it originated from and, and where the, the vast bulk of the work goes on. So we're, we're fortunate uh, in a way in that a lot of the uh, higher scope communication, the really kind of like mainline game stuff is already, is already being done uh, by other people. And so we're able to kind of look at it almost like you mentioned. And how can we speak to that guy who's maybe not already getting spoken to? buy things that are already happening? How can we provide something that is going to be interesting to him that might be a little more niche? And so we're able to actually do all these forms of experimentation. You know, podcasting, for for me at least, it's, it's something I enjoy, but it's just it's just one of the things we're doing. We're also, you know, writing, we're doing things on the boards, we're working on live streams, and, and that is the really wonderful thing because when you're able to do that, hopefully you're able to create something that is just really tailored, even if it is for fewer people in the end. Uh, but like I said, we're, we're fortunate in that we don't necessarily have to worry about reaching everyone with every single thing right with every episode because yeah. each episode you don't know what you're going to get okay exactly. so this episode may be tailored more to these people but even the people if it wasn't tailored for a newer player if it's more of a detailed in-depth explanation about a, a new feature or something the the new player might listen to it anyway and just be like hey okay that's interesting i never thought about it that way and then listen to their preferred podcast to teach them about the game mm-hmm. a little bit more and it'll just Keep building on that. So I'll find myself. I'll go to the Four Words podcast. I'll listen to that every now and then. Just be just. It's a really good breakdown. Um, LCS. I have another whole podcast to listen to. I don't have to try to pick out the episodes that have talk about the LCS. If I want to see what happened one week or I missed it, I wanted to kind of get the analysis. I'll just throw an episode of the rundown, the LCS rundown. Okay. The network and it's just cool to have those choices those yeah. options. So, so let's go uh, let's actually shift gears a little bit um uh, let's go outside of the training force network we already mm-hmm. we've talked about some of the podcasts y'all are doing you're doing six of them we talked about three of them so far um what what are some of the kind of the the undiscovered gems that the listeners at home might actually not be aware of like what other podcasts would you would you say are ones that players should check out aside from you know the league community podcast and mm-hmm. some training force ones um, I mean, you guys have talked about Just Okay Gamers podcast. Those mm-hmm. you need you need to go listen to Just Okay and Guido. Everybody knows Guido from the Just Okay Guides. But caveat: and, not safe for work. Okay, I want to bring this up since I have you here now. You say they're not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, have you listened to our show? You guys, okay, so you guys, uh, you all drop f bombs here and there and things like that. Can um, we talk about? Uh, 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 Dickheads and right, drinking right. and everything. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had Guido Sky does on. go a little bit beyond <laughs> that. I think. Uh, okay, yeah, a little bit beyond. We used to. We kind of pulled it back. Well, a but that, bit. that's actually okay. So I, I still want to talk about this, but that's actually an interesting conversation because we, at the beginning, we were just kind of like, you know, oh, f it all. You know, you get, you can say, you can say whatever you want to on it. But then when we thought about it, we actually decided, you know, maybe we actually want to re- rein it in a little bit mm-hmm. so we can avoid having to put the explicit tag on it. Have you thought about that? Do you think it actually affects distribution? I don't. 
Okay. I uh, but I think that's because we built the brand as if we are the frat po- frat house of League of Legends podcasting. Because for a very long time, the we have an infamous wrecked or Renekton versus Cho'Gath argument that was fueled by wine. That okay. night, I was uh, box. I, I had drank like pretty much a whole bottle or box of of wine. And you can um, say box. It's all right. There's no shame. I don't remember what it Several was. Several boxes. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not proud of the amount that I drank that night, but I happened. It just happened one night where, for whatever reason, I decided to really go crazy before the podcast. And and uh, side note, I I, I I am a professional when it comes to this. I mean, I might I'll have one beer while we're podcasting, but I don't go crazy just for whatever that night just happened to be. So that's why it's infamous infamous inside the podcast network. It was between Claude and I. We were arguing about who would win. It was when Renekton Bar Renekton was the highest. Remember Renekton Bar Renekton? Do you guys? When Renekton was the god of top lane. Yes. Oh, it was, oh yes, yes, I remember this. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then there was Cho'Gath, and Cho'Gath was just whatever. He was there. And <laughs> I would argue that Renekton would won. And now, we're not going to have that argument on the show, so DeClaude, DeClaude has that twinkle in his eye like he was I'm talking waiting. about. It. I can see he's, like, ready to pounce <laughs> right now. But it was that episode where... I mean, we we went ballistic. We were screaming at each other on the episode. And I on and honestly at that point I am I was I wasn't myself. I was drunk, you know, I'd been drinking, but it made it for it was really entertaining and people loved it. And I was like, well, maybe I don't want to remove the explicit tag because people kinda like it when we argue or get like really belligerent. But as long as we don't do it all the time. Right. It's kind of like it's a special thing. It's a special thing. Yeah. Robert, <laughs> did you have any idea? Was he like, Hey man, I'm a couple boxes of wine deep? <laughs> Well, or, to, or was your first hint just the, the the flushed face and rage in his eyes? To tell you the truth, I um kind of instigated it. Oh, no, he did. Okay. I kind of knew he would go off. Gotcha. So I was like, well, you know, I <laughs> for this particular episode, I, I had a friend who, he played a lot of Cho'Gath, and he always succeeded because he's versatile. He could play him anywhere. And recently he had, I'd watched a game that he played where he had destroyed a Renekton in the top lane. So when we, Adam brought up Renekton, we're talking, you know, it's, it was common knowledge that he was good, you know, why he was good, et cetera. He brought it up. I, I just kind of wanted to throw a little wrench in there and be like, well, no, I think, uh, I think Cho'Gath could destroy Renekton. You know? And, you know, at and that, that point, there, <laughs> all he has to say is something a little bit. He doesn't have to really try to argue because obviously I'm not, I'm not of the right mindset. So that's why, but that's Cattle to price. answer your question about the explicit tag. That was kind of like the episode where I went. I want to remove the explicit tag because I think it might throw people off, but we talk a lot about drinking and having fun and, and arguing and stuff where if I remove the explicit tag and I do something that is explicit, then I'm liable for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I want that to kind of cover my ass. I understand. Yeah. yeah. I think, is an ass okay to say? I would, oh, I mean, I, I say, I'm trying, I'm keeping it, trying to keep it pretty Shit. PG for this episode. To, do we have to put an explicit tag on this now? Yeah, I think we're at that point when he started talking about dickheads. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame Skyed for that one. <laughs> it's okay, we're doing our best to keep it clean, but Scarzard keeps uh, screwing us over on that. Yeah, what, 40 seconds, like, 40 seconds, 40 Patrick. seconds in the last 40 one? seconds in. 40 <laughs> what, did, Was there an F-bob? Did yeah. I oh, that? like 40 seconds oh, yeah. in, he dropped well, an F. No, it, I think it actually got edited out. It, well, uh, the funny thing is... Our editor, Sean, actually okay. managed to get that edited the out. The funny thing is, we're also... Because I remember hearing it. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. We're discovering that there are permutations of, of uh, F-bombs. You know, there are the ones that get dropped as, like, a reference. You know, there was a Pulp Fiction reference. Uh, like, X, do you do you mother effing speak yeah. it? You know, that kind of thing. And that, that feels kind of okay. And then there's just, like, the really passionate, like, F, right at the beginning that Patrick <laughs> likes, to, likes to do. So it's weird. <laughs> I never thought I'd have to consider these things. Yeah, what you kind do. of F-bomb is this? Wait, what's, what's literally, what, do you, is it one that you give? <laughs> 
See, and now this is our show. This a... is the point where I would start using the F-bomb ironically and, and, and continuing right. the episode, but I'm going to try to keep it PG-13. Okay, i got to answer another question here because we uh, like to go off on tangents. I know, we're, we're do, well, that, that's the sign, I think, of a good podcast. If you have chemistry, you can you can have the, you can t- continue on just random conversations. And it stays interesting, it which does. is important. So, All right, so let's get back to, uh, so you mentioned uh, Just Okay Gamers. League of Legends Anonymous podcast. Oh, figure that would be the next one. Uh, League Cast. Okay. Yeah, I'm, and I'm just going just straight League of Legends podcast. For right sure, now for sure. Do. And also, if you are not looking for just League of Legends podcast, but you like MOBAs, The Lane is a really good podcast to listen to. Those right. those guys cover Heroes, they cover Dota, they cover League of Legends, they cover uh, Vainglory, and I think there might be one other one wow. in there. They, cover, uh, they, they talk about Smite, VG, yes, Smite, Hots. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I've listened to them a few times, actually. I mean... Uh, People at home are probably aware of this, but like here, here at uh, Riot, we do play mm-hmm. other games aside from League of Legends. I'm thinking, I think uh, I played Smite quite a bit. Um, I played, you know, I think we went through a phase where we were playing a lot of Hots and stuff. Everybody like that. plays everything. Everybody yeah, plays right. everything. You know, we we like. We, you should you should see this game or this this uh, this studio when the latest Blizzard game drops. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's hardly frenzy. it's hardly a company anymore. Just for a couple, <laughs> just for a couple days. So when Can, Diablo the new we, season hit, we still we, we still pe- uh, speak in soft tones of the day D3 launched. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh, it's actually funny. Um, I say day, Anytime I mean there's a new season hits, like, we start new hardcore characters in D3, oh, yeah. right? So, um, and every time uh, in, in a group that we, that Dylan and I play with, anytime a character dies, there's an obituary, like a, a, a full-on, oh, great. like, in-memoriam <laughs> email that goes out to the group. Is with, it really? With a screenshot. <laughs> with a screenshot of the death. It's, uh, it's. The philosophy is ride and die. Ride and die. Right or ride then die. Oh, ride yeah. then die. <laughs> so all right. So uh so League Anonymous, uh League Cast, um uh the Just the, Okay, the lane, the lane. Just Okay. Anything else uh, that you can think of off the top of your head? Um I listen to a lot of the NPR podcasts, but I think just about oh, yeah. everybody listens to so the Radio Lab is great. Oh yeah. Radio Lab, This American Life, um uh, uh serial. I mean, if you are just talking about just in general podcasts now, but All right. So so only only you three guys can hear what I'm about to say, right? Like no one else is is listening. Well, no, they can hear not, they can no, hear no, in the no, room no, behind no, us. That's, that's the joke. No one okay. else can hear. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Dang yes. It, yes. 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 God, you ruined it. Ah. <laughs> uh, um no, I uh I have a I don't okay, so I don't believe in paranormal, but I happen to when I'm driving like to listen to paranormal podcasts just uh-huh. because it's like someone. So I've been listening to a lot of like really awkward, weird. Par- I'm doing like the driving hands. I'm like doing the awkward, <laughs> weird paranormal podcasts when I'm driving, and it's okay. Think about this: I'm doing five hours to Michigan, uh, six to like one a.m. or something like that. You know, with a little stop in between. So when it's dark and you're driving in the middle of a cornfield, paranormal podcast like the best thing to listen to. So I'm, I'm mm. just giving that a recommendation. If you don't believe in it. That they're just really fun and eerie to listen to while you're driving through the middle. Yeah, I mean, of everybody watches like crappy History Channel alien stuff occasionally, and okay. and that's that's truly awful. So I guess this this would be like a less awful version of that, like where if you're not necessarily bought into it, I don't but at know least if you would say less, less awful, but <laughs> <laughs> they got people. Uh, I don't I don't want to throw people to the bus, but you know they got people calling in and telling stories, but. They, I mean, they're good storytellers, so it's okay. it's great to listen to. So before we move on to the next uh, the next segment, like there is one podcast I want to recommend if you haven't listened to. Okay. Aside from Serial, everybody knows. Listen to that; uh, it's it's amazing. Um, the message. Okay. It was. It's basically kind of like a uh, 
a War of the Worlds type of radio drama uh-huh. uh, done by, I can't remember who exactly it was done by, but it was put out by GE, uh, GE Audio, uh, Audio Theater, Audio Drama or something like that. Um, it's basically the story of a scientist trying to decode an alien message that was received in the 1970s. You took my phone from me. I can't write this down. I'll, 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 I'll tell you later. later. I'll be yeah. sure to tell you later. Like it's it's really good. So. Okay. I need, I need, I need more out. of those because I need, because I like the, I like the type of podcast personally that I don't have to keep up on. Mm-hmm. Like the Trinity Force podcast, you really do have to keep up on what we're talking about right. just about every week because the game is ever changing. But like paranormal You're, you're really making your stuff. 327 episodes appealing to people who haven't listened to it before. Hey, I'm telling you, if you, <laughs> he, Andy talked about patch rundown earlier. I got a story. This is, this is great. Um, the Kennen, uh, what was it? In season three, got a uh, auto attack range change because yeah, they were b- using because played. everybody played him ADC for a little bit, yeah. And I, it was like season five, beginning of. I got into an Aram with a guy, and he goes, "What the? F- why? Why can't I attack as far with Kennen?" I'm like, "Do you not read Whoa. patch notes?" He's like, "I don't ever read patch notes." So if you want to listen to Trinity Force podcast for anything, just listen to our patch notes episodes because we will break them down for you. That's actually how I get my patch notes updates. That's, like, how, that's I, what we get. Everybody tells I, us, and I get emails before they even go out that they're. <laughs> <laughs> what the patch notes are. I don't read. I don't read them like in the email because it's like not 100 percent pertinent to my job. But I listen to the the, the Trinity Force podcast and I get my patch notes. And you get to listen to us argue. About I do. Podcast. That's actually That's the awesome. best part. Yeah. That's the best part. I'm so. just trying to envision this guy booting up his client. It patched for probably three days to get back <laughs> to where it was. Everything looks different. Like the just every the the, the, the like the pressure's different. Like Summoner's all of rift. The, yeah, like all the <laughs> new shapes. Everything gets into the playing game. An Arab. Summoner's oh yeah. No, well now there's a howling abyss map that yeah. you guys have seen before either, probably. And uh and then he goes, Oh man. Kennen, yeah. how has he changed? He Why exactly can't I attack same. with him? Why yeah. can't I play AD Kennen? What's going on here? Wait, All what right. map am I on? Oh man, <laughs> what is good? What is dog? I, I see a lot of that though in the games. Even in the Summer of Rift, people are like, "What? Why are potions? Uh, you know, what are they? Fifty gold? Why are they hundred gold now? Or what are they? Seventy-five gold? I don't remember. I'm uh, I'm walking single Why can't I can't remember. my greens? Yeah, where are all my sight wards? Yeah. What are the, what are these? You know, what are smiteums? We we have a yep. we call them smiteums. They're to Claude cause the. Uh, the little jungle items you buy, they're smitems because they change your smite. It sounds cute. like a cookie. Yeah, uh-huh. it says delicious <laughs> smitems. I just have always wondered why do people play a game and not not at least try to find a way to get the patch notes fed to you because they are so important about how League of Legends and any game plays to mm. understand what is changing. You can't play the. I mean, you can play the game and have fun and not know the patch notes, but I don't think that you are doing yourself a service without understanding how the game is changing. Even if you are only listening to Black and Nola's TLDR patch notes, like you need to have like a basic understanding. Well, that that is a really interesting discussion, way larger than this podcast. But very briefly, I mean, is that is that their fault or or is that that ours really? As 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 Riot, and and I'll tell you what, this is something we spend a lot of time thinking about, and and part of mm-hmm. what we've even talked about here, the fact that. We, people are going to be consuming things in vastly different ways. I have friends over on the other side of the street who for years have, the, you know, a big part of their job has been worrying specifically about how we can com- communicate patch information to players. And that's because it's tough. Mm-hmm. You have on the one hand the elite guy or, or even who just fancies himself elite who is going to want to consume every little scrap of information plus insight and commit it all to memory and, and wants to be supported in that way. And then, yes, there's the other people who might not play League for two years <laughs> and then are going to load into game. And wonder why Kennen's attack rate. What the hell's a Poro? Yeah, and we 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 sit here and we try and think, how do we how do we satisfy those two guys at the same time and everybody in between? Right. And I I mean really like ultimately the answer is we can't 
and hopefully the community can. Just I, okay guides. You I, think, guys, I think you're doing a great job of it with Scarzard's right in the patch notes, right? It's then who does uh, it is help a, in there. It is a team effort, team I would effort. say. Yeah. I, I like Scarzard all the little, is one of the main pushers of it, yes. The TLDR stuff you guys do in the patch notes, yeah. right. where it's like E up, Q down, not so good anymore. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like that helps for the people. Yeah. They still have to go and read it and, and digest it. Lots yeah. of thought went into that. I'm not even kidding. It it's has, just, yeah. I think I, it's amazing. <laughs> Props to whoever came up with that yeah, idea. I think, I think that that is like, it, it also uh, it also accomplishes the goal of actually speaking to players in in their language, mm. right? Like we can we can get very like verbose and very technical with the patch notes and game devy like speaking. That that's actually trust me. I have spent years writing patch notes <laughs> and taking dev speak patch notes and turning them into actual patch notes on the different like MMORPGs and 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 other moba that I worked on. How, how like, did those work out, Andy? Huh? Those other those other things you worked on. What, why are you going to do that, Dylan? Why you gonna he do he that? had to throw somebody under the bus. He's been well, riding under for, under it for so long that he right. wanted to get I'm out. Sorry, no, no, Dylan, I'm this, sorry. This I'm sorry to replay. all you out there. That's just a very standard joke we no, throw at no, Andy. No, Some no, call him a, the Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah, yeah, every him. every game that I've worked on has shut down is, is basically <laughs> what he's saying. So. Oh, God. Um, uh, with the exception of one. With the exception of one, Dark Age of Camelot is still going somehow. I have a friend who still plays Dale. The game's never going to die. All right. Okay. I think we have like uh, we've done this conversation uh, for quite a while, and it's very interesting, and I really want to keep going on it. But there is another reason, actually, that mm-hmm. we are all here today, and it's actually uh, I think the impetus behind uh, the idea of, of flying flying you two out, right? Um, so uh, not too long ago, Punophobia, Adam, you reached out to us, mm-hmm. and what can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so what was it? Was it declawed about a month ago? Uh, about a month and a half ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we we reached out to Riot because our buddy Declaude <laughs> suffers from MS. I can't. I'm not even multiple try to, sclerosis. Thank you. Yes, and and really quickly, um, Robert, do you mind uh, explaining to the listeners at home what is multiple sclerosis? Sure, multiple sclerosis is a chronic disease. There's no cure, and what it does is it damages the. It's called the myelin sheath. It's the insulation around your nerves, so it makes it harder for your body to communicate commands to your limbs. Your your it, it's all controlled through your spine, your brain. You can have lapses in memory. I've had blackouts where <laughs> at work I I got moved from my office to outside in the cubicles, and I had a moment where I just turned to my buddy. I'm like, uh, why aren't we in our office? Why, why are we out here now? You know, things like that will happen. It's just uh, my version is primary progressive. That's the type that I have. It's just going to slowly get worse. Um, my best hope right now with the technology and the medication that's out there is to try to slow the progression. Mm-hmm. There's there's no way to get the damage that's been done repaired. So And it's gotten to the point where it's affecting my hands and my league play. My dexterity in my hands is is abysmal. The way it works for me, just on, a, on an easy way for people to digest, it's I can play, but it's, while I'm playing longer, while I'm using my limbs, my, my legs or my fingers, my hands, they start to get a lot of lag. You know, picture uh, Nasus cast Wither on you. You know, it starts off, it's not too bad, but then it gets really, really, really bad. And the, the slow just starts to get worse to the point to where you pretty much can't move. So that's that's what it's like. And okay. you've got to rest for a few hours before it the dexterity comes back a little bit. So. Okay. All right, so we'll come back to that uh, a little bit tomorrow. So I'm sorry, Adam, you were saying oh. you reached out. Yeah, sorry. I... I I yeah, I might be able to talk, but I can't say multiple sclerosis very well. Like I always, the tongue always goes. Yeah, so I want to claw to say the, the, the two the two consonants next to each other is actually sometimes well, difficult. Well, now we can call it MS from here on out. That there is go. true because we've explained it exactly. <laughs> so uh, my my friend, my podcasting buddy, um, 
Declaude's Hover Swim MS. So we reached out to Riot to see if there's anything we can do because Declaude has been in this community forever. I mm-hmm. mean, he's got one of the, he's always like the boast. He's got the Timo statue, if anyone remember the little Timo statue Timo they sent saves out. the scouts the world, yes. Yes. So he's got one of those. So this guy's he's been doing it forever. We reached out and, you know, just said, hey, Declaude has MS. He's no longer able to podcast. We had to, you know, we had to send him off. We're going to do some kind of charity event to try to, you know, raise money for MS. Um, what can Riot do? And that's when you came back and said, why don't you come out here and be on the show so we can give, we can show more people that there are disabled gamers out there playing. And, and I mean, you have, there's more to it than just that, but like, come out here, I'll be on the show. Let's talk about Declaude. Let's talk about his MS and how it affects him playing a game. Cause honestly, it's, it's really sad for me to hear that my, you know, one of my best buddies can't play the game that he loves to talk about and spent over a hundred episodes talking about it and helping us build this giant community. And I have to move forward without him. I understand. Yeah. I mean, that's, I joke now and then about kind of like the, the difficulty of being a gamer and getting older and losing, losing my, my hand-eye coordination or seeing it kind of degrade just due to like the natural rigors of age. Right. You never had any, Andy. Uh, (laughs) Uh, screw you. Um, I could 360 YOLO no scope 420 uh, with the best of them. All right. Um, could. Could back in the day. Once uh, back upon in a time. <laughs> back in the day. In anyway. a different age. <laughs> in the. Never mind. I'm just going to keep like aging myself with the things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention here. So I'm going to stop. But like I, I, I mentioned that once in a while and, and like I complain about it and I'm very aware of it. But Robert, what you're going through, like I. Like just to see it happen quickly because your diagnosis was not that long ago. Is that is that right? Right. It was in 2013. So actually, and it was the wrong diagnosis. It was relapsing remitting, which is a more common version of multiple sclerosis, where you can almost leave lead a normal life. It's uh you'll have a relapse and it's completely random when it could occur, what could cause it to happen, but then you'll have a, a week, a month, a year, two years where it's like. My, my effect right now, where I, it just doesn't work. And then it'll get better for a little bit, but then it'll get worse again, and it's always there. That's what they thought I had until time said, okay, well, there's no way you're in uh, this long of a relapse. This is probably uh, primary progressive. So, How do you, as a gamer, like how, how you know, I, and that's not even like, touching the area of, you know, you being a, 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 a father, a husband or anything like that. But that's a whole nother level, right? But like as a gamer, how do you process that in such such a time frame? Like that my my primary outlet of, of escapism in video games, I'm going to in a in a manner of years or or less than uh, probably a decade i would imagine like i'm not going to be able to participate in the same way that i that i once was how do you process that well at first um at first i thought okay this isn't going to be too bad for gaming cuz i can still play i can still move my fingers my hands everything it's i i had the perception that it was going to affect my walking mainly but my legs okay let's say i'm i'm bound to a wheelchair whatever the case may be I can still play my game as an outlet. Now it's kind of like I'm I'm backed into a corner. You know, I'm I realize my hands, which I need to play these games, the keyboard, mouse, they don't work as well as they used to. I can't succeed. I'm a little competitive. I do play League of Legends. I have a perception where I play it for fun. I, I just love to play the game. It's fun. If I'm not having fun, you know, then I'm not playing the game I love. But I always have fun, even when I'm losing. Um, I can always figure out something. I, I can learn something. 
But I, I had a moment where I just I couldn't move my hands properly. My my one finger kept depressing the right mouse button when I didn't want it to. I was fat finger flashing, you know, things like that. And I got a little upset. I actually broke my computer desk. <laughs> but then I processed it for a little bit. I, I contacted Adam. I was like, look, I can't podcast anymore because I can't play the game. And if I can't play the game, I can't talk about it with any kind of uh, intelligence here. So then I, I started to get a little bit more positive about it. I was thinking, you know what? It's... It is what it is. This is, I hate that phrase, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is what it is. Um, I have this disease right now. This is where we're at with it. I'm going to try to find a way to continue to participate. There's inspiration stories of paraplegic people playing video games. Right. You know, they find a way. And you have to have a positive attitude in order to do that. So in League of Legends, I never surrender. So in this case, I'm not going to surrender either. I'm going to take this to the end and I'll make sure that I still have a good time. I, I like the fact that you mentioned like that there's paraplegics, uh, you know, there is not just in like, you know, gender, race, religion, you know, uh, uh, other other areas like is there diversity, but there's also diversity in in different levels of of ableism within within the league community like you mentioned uh, paraplegics there is a a streamer who is platinum level a platinum level player who has no arms he was born with no arms no legs talking about i play with chopsticks yeah 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 he, he plays he, with his mouth he was he was here one time uh yep. he's on my friends list yeah. he <laughs> is nine times better than me yeah uh and uh yeah really amazing <laughs> yeah i mean so where you know we are all we're all passionate about video games and we want to play video games and where there is like it's a hackneyed saying but where there's a will there's a way right oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. definitely I mean, well he's got a he's got a great support group behind us and behind the network mm -hmm. when DeClaude left i mean it was the it was somber don't get me wrong like, everybody was super sad but the first thing that everyone did is what can we do for DeClaude? what can we do to help and mm -hmm. it was just this giant community outreach of we want to donate to help DeClaude in some way. And we decided, you know what? We're going to run a t-shirt sale where we're going to donate 100% of the proceeds, the proceeds, excuse me, to... Uh, Profeeding is something completely different, <laughs> Which by we the get way. to see tomorrow at the LCS. <laughs> we, we do. We are, are, <laughs> yeah. I, I, never mind. I also said something really bad about one of the pros. Oh. I'm going to hold back on that <laughs> before you derail the, the conversation. No, but we we may, we have a shirt called King to Claude. It has mm -hmm. it says King to Claude. It has this little crown up top on top of the K. And we we sold eighty five of those shirts and donated two hundred dollars to the National Anonymous Society through those sales. So that was pretty cool. And then we did a. Uh, um, we held a stream, a twenty four hour poppy stream, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, Optimus Tom you monster, not me, Optimus Tom. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody that knows Optimus Tom knows he hates Poppy. So he played right. new Poppy for 24 hours and ended up raising like $1,400 through doing that stream for the National Society. And he had a friend who matched whatever he donated. So we ended up donating almost five grand total to the National MS Society through this community outreach. There are people that wanted to help and give back to help DeClaude fight his MS. And so hopefully that money can lead to somewhere that De DeClaude can find a way to start playing oh, video oh, games yeah. again. Regardless of when they find a cure or there's a breakthrough, I'm I'm putting credit on the listeners that donated that money right there. So that's the money that did it. 
for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So is a, is a shirt something you could actually put back for sale again? Yeah, we could at any point in time. At any point in time. So maybe we could actually like line that up for when this episode releases. Sure, absolutely. And we could put awesome. a link to the shirt in the show notes. There are hoodies too. And, you know, and there's hoodies, hoodies as well? Hoodies, there's uh, um, okay. it's male, female uh, shirts, that, you know, like the, the girl cut tees. We have those. Mm-hmm. Or you can have like the normal cut tees. Um, there's also tank tops. There's hoodies. And okay. we'll donate all those proceeds again to the National Mass Society. Okay, so we'll we'll look into into uh, into doing that, uh, That'd and be awesome. uh, we'll see if we can find the link in the show notes uh, on SoundCloud uh, for this awesome. particular episode. It'll I mean, be. I, I will say that if it does come up, just come to throw that. It is teespring.com forward slash king dc. That that is the URL to go to it. It's always okay. there. So. Right I'm really I, I I imagine I imagine the league community in general has been a, a really cool just I, I don't want to call it a support structure obviously because it's a lot more nebulous than that but just to be part of and and to see these things in that way I know you know I started in player support here at Riot and I learned really quickly how how crappy it could feel to <laughs> not be able to do everything for everyone you know we're sitting here and and you know technically we're at the center of the of the pretty big League of Legends web at this point. Uh, and 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 there are a lot of rioters and and we 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 pride ourselves on being able to do do awesome things ideally for the community that might not even you know pragmatically make the most sense but are really just about you know delivering delivering that awesome experience to the people on the other end but we can't do a fraction of everything we'd like to mm-hmm. do uh, and i know for me it's incredibly satisfying to see that everything we can't do, the league community itself is so much more able to do. Uh, and, and just to hear all of these little mm. stories like that of of the charity that goes on, of the mm. collegiate clubs, you know, everything like that all around the world, uh, I know for me is satisfying. And I got to imagine like being on the other side of it, having to having to kind of get your guys' whole uh, immediate community going, it's got to be even better. Yep. One thing I do want to point out for, for anybody who may be listening at home who is dealing with either, you know, uh, a, 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 who is differently abled in a mm-hmm. way that is either, you know, a degenerative condition or something that you were born with, like, there are actually resources out there and available for you because, um, like I said, there are a lot of gamers out there and gamers don't come in just one shape or size, right? So uh, one site that I've actually worked with on different games that I would definitely recommend and checking out, um, and I know Robert, you said you reached out to these guys recently. Yes, um, is Able Gamers, um, all one word, Able Gamers. Uh, Google them; you'll find their website because I cannot remember if it's .com or .org. <laughs> but, but, uh, but check them out. Like they not only do they like link to products um, and uh, and peripherals that will actually make your life easier as a gamer. Like they. They they will link to software. They will actually do reviews of these uh, of these things, and they will talk about like why this helps you. And they'll actually talk about challenges that differently abled gamers will will face um, as they're trying to play like specific either games or genres of games and things like that. So there's lots of resources out there. Just get out there, look for it. Don't give up hope. Like you are, you know, you're mm-hmm. you, you are born, and 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 you there's some things that are outside of your control. But one thing that we can definitely can we can definitely control is like the fact that we are able to be passionate about video games, right? And That's and right. to keep keep that as part of our lives for as long as we want to. Our passion is what brings us together. Honestly, yeah. that's that's why I've got fifty people in the network that are all working for free. 
I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna throw out there: we're making this content for free. Yes, we have a Patreon um, that you know we are getting some extra money in, but mm-hmm. we're also making content for them through that Patreon. And and any of that money that comes in is honestly for server costs. You don't actually start thinking about it with a lot of the stuff that how much it costs to run anything right. in, in this life. I mean, just server costs alone are about two hundred dollars a month. And whose pockets that gonna come out of, right? Wow. Think it was yeah. just it, that's just yeah just the, pushing the amount of data that we are pushing out through the number of shows that we're pushing out it mm-hmm. gets up there pretty quick. What's what is your uh, what is your Patreon by the way? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash T Force Network. Okay, we actually um, if you don't mind I'll give a little just a little bit of please go ahead. At the $10 tier, we have twice a month, we bring on a Diamond 5 or higher level player. Generally, it's Diamond 1 or Masters level player to talk about a specific champion. Um, like this month, it is Bard and Lux, who are both Diamond 1 players. We're going to be talking about them. <laughs> and so that's only, that's $10 a month. You get two extra hours of content. You know, you go there, subscribe. You can And if you subscribe, let's say you subscribed and your money was taken out January 1st, you would get all of the, ten, all of the podcasts we did previously for just $10. Okay. But, you know, you're... We just and we don't mind if you want to go subscribe once for ten dollars, then take it off the next month because you don't want any more of the podcast. Whatever, thank you for your donation. We appreciate it. We're going to continue moving on without you. So, so that's, yeah, so you guys are talking. You guys have talked about the 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 obvious challenges, and again, I'm sitting here feeling spoiled. It's like, hey, let's make a podcast. Okay, we made a podcast again. We're really we're really fortunate to be able to do this. Uh, at the same time, there's so many people I know out there who are aspiring uh, content creators themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts for them. Obviously, there's the, you know, standard, you know, try real hard and don't give up stuff. Um, but specifically to the league space or just what you guys are doing, I'm, I'm curious just what wisdom you might have to share with people. Don't give up. That's, okay. Honestly, that's the, <laughs> is that really it? No, there's there's a lot to it. I sure. could, I mean, I could talk about this probably for 30 minutes, but I'll try to condense in a bit because I've learned a lot doing this. And it's one, it's don't give up. Don't get rattled because you only have 10 downloads on your first episode or your first 15 episodes only have 100 listens because your your mom retweeted it to her Facebook group and you know her <laughs> friends listen. <laughs> you are going to learn as you put out content. You are going to grow because you want to do it because you have the passion to do it. One of the one thing I really like is my now fiance. Um, she supports me. She lets me do the podcast twice a week and our very first date I was like, "Yeah, I own a podcast network." I owned it. I'm like, I own a podcast network. I talk about League of Legends twice a week. Never, you know, obviously first date, never met this girl in my life. I'm like, I talk about League of Legends. I talk about other video games. I play video games all the time. Take it or leave it. And, you know, obviously now we're engaged and and soon to be married. But she supports me. I'm surrounding myself with people that support me. And that's what you need in your life. You need people telling you, yes, continue to do this. You, It doesn't have to be your mom or your dad or your girlfriend or somebody, but friends that are telling you to do it. And just don't get discouraged. Keep pushing it out there because people are going to eventually reach out to you. And they're going to take notice that you are doing this quite a bit. You just you, you have to have the love and and the passion of and it will come through your voice and people will be drawn to you because they like to listen to you. They like that, you know, that inflection in your voice when you're talking about League of Legends. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice right now. Yeah, don't. And, and also, um, don't worry about the, the number of viewers, the number of listeners. Yeah. It, it, imagine that every episode you're just chatting with your buddies. And there happen to be microphones recording you. There, there's stuff you do in the background. Great, it's a podcast. But other than that, you're just getting together with your friends. You're getting together with your friends. You're having a, a drink, a beer, coffee, whatever, and you're just chatting about League of Legends. You're having fun. And if let's say you never get any listeners. You're still having a good time. You're talking about the game you love. You're contributing to the community. And if, if you do get listeners, great. If not, you're still having fun. You have a podcast out there. Um, you're learning about the game. You get to talk about it. And... 
just talking about the game, sitting there, I, what I learned podcasting, just sitting there talking with these guys about League of Legends gets me hyped to play League of Legends. And then I, <laughs> well, I go, it makes you a better player too, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I go and I play, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I never thought about, it. we discussed this, you know, um, what did we talk about? Uh, the fist item? We were talking about that earlier oh, today. Yeah. And uh, there are things about it that I learned today. Little things like, oh, I can't wait to build that on this champion and try this thing. So either way, it's going to enhance your experience with the game. Sure. It seems like one of the big things that's been key to your success, and I imagine will really help other people out as well, is just find like-minded people. Like you talked mm-hmm. about having this network of 50 people working together on this, and you guys are able to create something so much bigger than anybody will be able to do on their own. Uh I, I imagine that's going to be that. That's a similar thing. There's so mm-hmm. many people playing league at this point. Find somebody who's doing the same thing you are and Voltron well, it up. Do that and don't. Something that the biggest mistake. I'll give you the biggest mistake that I see anybody who's trying to create content, specifically for League of Legends, is they ask people what they want to see. Don't you need to create content because you want to see that content cre- be created. There, if you see a gap in the content creation, you need to be the change you want to see. Now, that's kind of like a cliche saying, but it's totally true. If you see somebody who is dropping the ball because they are not releasing uh, an LCS show that you think is up to par, you need to be that person is doing it because people are going to take notice. Okay. All right. Um, to Claude, uh, kind of in the same uh, vent, uh, bent of what Dylan was asking, but like, if there are uh, uh, ga- gamers out there who are dealing with a dealing with like a, a, a degenerative disease or a d- mm-hmm. disability, uh, do you have any kind of words of words of encouragement or, or words the things that you've learned so far with de- with your experience in dealing with MS? Um, as far as just playing League of Legends or gaming or just dealing with gen- it mentally, yeah, I think dealing with it mentally, dealing yeah. with it as a gamer, things like that. That's, that's the first step. Um, I, you're going to get upset. You're going to get frustrated. It's just going to happen. Don't try to hold it in. Don't try to put up the fake smile and say, oh, everything's great. But inside you're like, man, this really sucks. So just, you know, let yourself get frustrated about it. Realize what your limitations are. I I sat there and after thinking about it, you know, you think about it. Sit back and reflect. Go, okay, this is bad. It's not the end of the world, though. This is what I have to deal with. There's nothing that's going to fix that unless something happens, a miracle happens. But here's what I have to deal with. So how am I going to continue having fun? How am I going to continue enjoying this game? I could just quit and just play turn-based strategy games from now on, you know, with one finger click and take all the time in the world. I actually contemplated that in my head as well. But then I was like, no, I keep seeing League of Legends. I just, I'm passionate about League of Legends. I love this game. So what you should do is keep a positive attitude if you can. You know, no matter what the situation is, what is preventing you from playing like you want to play, Keep a positive attitude and reflect. Sit back and think, okay, this is a game where it's about strategy, team play. How can I use those aspects about it that I like, those um, personality traits that I have that make me like this, and apply it to MS, apply it to my degenerative disease? What can I do to figure this out? You know, I'm backed up against my inhibitor turrets. They have Baron buff. How am I going to get out of this situation and possibly win the game? So just just sit back, think about it, and that'll give you something to do. And it's it's not too bad. It's not as bad as it seems. It it may seem completely abysmal, but then I sit there and think about. I play with chopsticks, and it's like, wow, <laughs> yeah, right, wow. Yeah. You know, y- you can do it if you want. And he's so positive. Yeah, you know, he's got such a great and attitude. Again, really good. <laughs> and successful. You, so. you guys should have seen it. He's beating the crap out of all of us riders. Yeah, he's here. So so <laughs> really amazing. You, you can do it. So you know, it's just. Stay positive. Yeah, right. I mean that's, 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 that's good advice for for anybody, especially 
not playing turn-gate pace games exclusively. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I love them as much as the next uh, next person, yeah. man, but down that route lies madness. Yeah. Shall, shall we talk about civilization <laughs> right uh, now, Dylan? Stop. No. <laughs> <Too much lately. laughs> and on that note, uh, I want to just, I want to thank uh, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Adam. Both of you for uh, taking your time to come out here to discuss this with us. Like, I really value your perspective uh, on on this, Robert. Like, I think that more people need to hear that. You know, that this does not mean the end of gaming. You know, right. for for you, this does not mean uh, this that there is definitely. It's just another challenge ahead of us. Like you said, you're 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 down down an inhibitor you're backed up against the 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 nexus turret you know you're going to pull it out right i love right. that i love that metaphor so Never, don't hit that surrender don't hit yes to surrender please yeah just, just hit no and make sure you recruit one other person to do that for you so that you keep the game going and those wins are so satisfying by the way Claude is back. is the he's not only the pun master of the show like we've gotten to the point where we just ignore all the puns that he's making actually you haven't made one this entire podcast have you stop but, don't 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 tell them. Don't we, tell we, them. I don't know if you know or not. We have like a, a a quotient of puns that we already get here at the studio. So well, you need more. No, no, no. But to, to go to the know. point, Declaude is the only person in this that that has frustrated me so much. When okay, I, when I first brought Declaude on the show, I didn't want to keep him on because he frustrated me so much because he just would never surrender. Like this dude, just, no matter how bleak. It, I mean, we're literally they got Baron Buff knocking on our nexus, and this dude's like, nope, we're not surrendering, Captain Tebow. You know. <laughs> Like we're going ahead. I'm like, Scott. Robert, you're just running the long con on long con on Adam. It sounds like you oh, know, yeah. all culminating with the the multiple boxes of wine into a, <laughs> you got just it. a ragey fight. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's making him a better person long run. So, so yeah, yeah, surely. All right. So folks, don't forget uh, Trinity Force podcast. Uh, what does it get? Drop that website again, there, Adam. It is trinityforcenetwork.com. Trinity Force podcast network. Check them out. Support their Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Patreon. Uh, Patron. Patron. I don't know. Whenever time I type patron into Google, I get Hearthstone, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so be sure to support their Patreon. <laughs> and my voice just broke there. Um, <laughs> also, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, be sure to like uh, like and follow us. Be sure to ra- rate and review us. We would like to know how we're doing. We can't get better without your help. Uh, be sure to uh, follow uh, Trinity Force mm-hmm. on uh, all those same pa- pa- platforms as well. We are on everything. We, we, we even reach out to like uh, the random Microsoft call. Cars, like it's like Aha Radio or something. We're on that. We're we're on it. You're just man. you're ever you are ubiquitous at this point. Well, <laughs> we get people that write in and are like, "Hey, I want you on this platform. We can get on it." Like I've never heard of it, but sure, I'll try. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you uh, again to the listeners at home. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>